0: Welcome to this VIT podcast. This is one of a series of eight podcasts where I talk to teachers who are currently completing or have recently completed their inquiry process in order to obtain full registration. My name is Damien Cowell. In this podcast, i talk to Anne McDonald, who teaches in the senior school at Bayside Secondary College. So now I'd like to talk to you about your um, your evidence-based process that you... So um, I understand you're currently in the middle of it, is that right? Yes, um, it is. Um, so how long have you been um, working on it so far?
1: Well, I worked on it quite a bit last year, um, mainly in the second half of the year. Okay. Um, so I was working out my question, I got my group together and I worked with them for eight weeks on um, behaviour management because that's what I was looking at, okay. behaviour management. Um, I had difficulty, um, the topic was not the problem but formulating my question was the most difficult part and I am still not entirely happy with my Question: the focus of my question Um, so it started off with just a general behavior management and it was too broad right so we needed to specify more Um, you need to be totally focused and organized before you start doing your um, study of your focus study on with the students Um, because if you don't have an idea of the question precisely written down it's hard to get the evidence. Mm. Mm. Um, so the behaviour management was far too wide. I started off without doing the research first, and I think it would have been better had I done the research first and then focused in. So I, after finishing Term 3, then I was doing CRT. So it was hard to keep up with that um i had my study done but it was just getting all the rest of the information and collating it and it makes it very difficult so probably with the inquiry question i would spend more time of it on it before i started and maybe started in the second year right doing the study rather than the first year because the first year is pretty overwhelming mm. so that's hence why it's taken me a long time um and so now i won't be finishing it till the end of um, the year, okay, which is when I'll be assessed, because this college also only assesses it once a year. Mm. So if you miss that deadline, then you go on to the next year.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, and you've you've said that you've um, had a little bit of a challenge um, getting your inquiry question, yes. um, you know, sort of honed in. Um, is there any advice you could give to someone who's starting out um, the process about how to figure out what your question is going to be?
1: work with something that you're really interested in um, and that you're doing every day anyway Um, there's no point picking an inquiry question that you have no relationships with your students on or that you have to do heaps of research and then you're not really applying it because that defeats the purpose Mm. Um, you need to do something that you do every day so um, with behavior management i narrowed it down to behavior management Um, working with children from um, different backgrounds um, and focusing on their needs. So um, it went from really broad to very narrow. Right. um, And that's worked better. Mm.
0: Um, Yeah. Why is it a problem when you have too broad a... What problem does that cause when you have too broad an inquiry question?
1: It's too hard to write about. It's too hard to gather evidence because you don't know what you're gathering evidence on. You need to know exactly what you're looking for um so you you need focus Mm. yeah um it also needs to have time you need to have time to sit and do it before you work out exactly what you're doing so and you need to have a sequential plan Mm. otherwise you Fail and not fail, but it it sets you back, and you have to start over again and go back and do things, which is what I've had to do. Right,
0: (laughs) yeah, Um, and uh, you know, have you have you had any sort of pitfalls along the way, or feel you've made some mistakes that you've had to learn from? Um...
1: Um, I've fallen into a bit of a trap of feeling a bit defeatist about it, thinking, oh, all the work that I've done has been wasted. Um, I'll, I don't feel like starting again. But that's, you know, the wrong way to look at it. Um, that work hasn't been wasted because I'll use it. It just has to be looked at in a different way. So um, there's, advice is to persist. The school will support you, no matter um, if my mentor Kathy has been fabulous, I'll go to her and I'll say, you know, I haven't had time to do as much as I would like to and she said relax it's okay you've got plenty of time so especially if you're in the position that I was last year when I was working full-time doing a master's subject trying to do my inquiry um, getting the time is so make sure you have enough time when you're starting to do it.
0: Mm. Timing-wise, in terms of you know when you started, um, are you happy with that? Um, would you give advice to someone in your situation as when is a good time to start? Or
1: um, Wait till you've settled in completely um, and probably wait till your second year. Um, the first year, everything's overwhelming. You can't expect to, you can start, but you can't expect to get much done.
0: Mm. Are there other teachers um, doing the same thing here? Um,
1: not that I'm aware of okay yeah yeah not that um, yeah they had a couple the year before me and they'll have a couple this year that have just started but whether they do it this year or next year as as far as I'm aware I'm the only one
0: okay right um, and, and have you been to a VIT session on- I did okay. um,
1: I didn't go to a physical one I attended an online seminar which oh, yeah. was really valuable that was really good I was. Um, Sorry. Um, yeah, it it talks you how to go through the process. The um, online convener answers any questions that you have. It's yeah. good to see the other people's chat. Yep. down the side um, as it's going because sometimes they ask questions that you're thinking of so it's really valuable to um, do that. So um, I actually thought it was better for me than a face-to-face one because I was facing so many time constraints.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would be very challenging for yes. teachers, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, great. Okay. Um, if We just think about the Australian professional standards for teachers now. Um, what? You know descriptors in the uh, in the APST. Did you feel well prepared for as a result of your teacher education course?
1: I actually felt very well prepared for all of them. Um, we had completed a portfolio as part of our um, assessment task for the um, final subject of the course. So we, in which you went through all the. Um, descriptors and matched your experience against it so i was used to providing evidence for the for sorry for the descriptors yeah um so i felt very very comfortable that i knew exactly what i was doing under all of them so um terminology is fine the content is fine um yeah, none of them are really challenging. Sometimes it's a bit challenging to find evidence, um, especially in schools with lower um, Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander students. I was fortunate that I had one, two, well, maybe three um, children that fit that description. Right. Um, so that didn't worry me. And the subjects that I was teaching in Humanities last year also provide an opportunity to teach content related to reconciliation. Um, so um, that wasn't a problem at all, but that's probably the most challenging if you're in an area where there are very limited students. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and finally, um, just in general, um, what's been the most challenging area of your practice that you've had to work on?
1: Uh, two most challenging ones. Um, The first one was engaging parents and carers to be involved in learning. Um, It is great in theory getting them to come in and help and you know be involved but in practice if you email or ring or send um, letters home with students and you don't receive a response you ask parents to come to parent teaching nights and you don't get a response, it's harder in practice than it is. It's also um, difficult to know what to say sometimes to parents and that's something that I found very challenging. Um, And the other bit that is very challenging is we talk about differentiation and range of abilities, but when you've got people that are barely literate versus people that are at university level in the same classroom, it is very difficult to Um, cater for all of their needs all of the time and that's one of the most challenging things I've come across in the classroom that's the most challenging Um, outside of the classroom it's the dealing with the parents and carers that are not interested and don't place a priority on education or are not interested in talking to teachers
0: Mm. and with these challenges I guess they're ongoing challenges um, how do you how are you going to go about Um, meeting those challenges, you know, what support have you got?
1: The longer that you teach a student, the um, the more you build up a relationship with them and so they um, feel more comfortable with you and they can sometimes bring the parents round. Um, The other thing is the more that you're seen at events and at performances, things like that, that happen outside of areas, Um, outside of school hours, I mean, um, the better it is. So if you're here for information nights, if you go to the school play and you talk to the um, parents after that, if you're... um, Yeah, so information nights, yeah. um, If you take the time just to ring and be persistent and leave message after message after message, eventually they normally ring you back, but it's just a matter of time. So that's the most... um, the best advice for that I can give you. Differentiation, it comes with time. Um, When you go into the classroom, um, it's very difficult at the beginning to cater for everyone. And I would um, say, do your best to get through to teach what you have to teach and to get to know your students to start off with and then you can refine your techniques afterwards Um, you can work on differentiation later on um, through the term not Mm. much later on Mm. (laughs) but just at the beginning get to know your students um, ensure that learning content that they're making a connection with you, that they're understanding and then work on where the levels they're at and what they need individually from you.
0: And what would you say, you know, the benefits of um, having a mentor?
1: It's good to have someone that you can just ask really quite simple questions Um, because it's hard when you don't know anyone at all coming into a school. You don't know what the position is on photocopying you don't know where to get stationary just the most ludicrous questions which have nothing to do with higher order thinking or developing your um, professional development portfolio or um, achieving registration you just need someone there to guide you the whole way through so um, it's one of the best parts of
0: Thanks to Anne and Bayside Secondary College. And I hope you found some valuable insights to help you with your inquiry process.